The following program was brought to you by Yodokali, keeping it weird since 1997. Oh. Who's that? Who are you? You're not allowed to be in here. Hey, yo, somebody get their grandma. Huh? Ah! Now nah, you gotta do it like this. What's Up is back with another two hours of fully youth-produced content, tapping into the matters and concerns of youth in Chicago. As well as all the crazy, wacky, tea-sipping, gossip-spilling, weird shenanigans that we, youth, get up to. Listen to your own risk, because your mind might explode. The chances are low, but never zero. So strap in, and let's get into the show! Hello, hello, greetings people listening to the radio, you're listening to What's Up on WLPN, Chicago, 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio. We're your hosts, Francesca, Stefania, and Diego, and today we have a show for you that's all about pets, from abandoned kittens on the streets, what what our pets thinks, to fashion for pets, and baking goods for your pups. This is the Littlest Pet Show. Also, we'll share our experiences about our furry babies some care tips, learning about our commitment as pet owners and how to have joyful moments with our pets. Uh, We'll also be talking about any kitties that have been abandoned in the streets and the shelters, information on the latest baking goods for your pups. Our guest in this edition is Randy Verbsky from Bow Wow Meow, professional pet care and Bow Wow Bakery founder. Welcome everybody. Um, how's everybody doing? Good. How are you doing, doing today? Pretty good. Pretty good. That's good. Um, I'm doing good too. So why are we doing this show? Because uh, we love our pets. Yeah, and... pets are great. Amazing. Yeah. Here, I'm here with my cat right now too. He's just chilling on my bed. Yep. Here with my cats. My dog. She's sleeping, but she's here. I got my cat and someone else's dog here with me today. Oh, are you dog sitting right now? Yep, I'm dog sitting. Um, her name is Callie. And then I have nine others sprinkled throughout the property. <laughs> That's a lot of dogs. I have four cats. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Yep, I've got three here with me. Francesca, why did you want to do the show today? Well, I love pets. I adore them. They're really important to the world. I used to have a pet. It was a cat. His name was TJ. He was amazing. He was my best friend and my family. Uh, animals can be extremely therapeutic to help us get through hard times. They're our best friends. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah they're, they're extremely therapeutic, but they also could be a hassle. They're a really <laughs> big responsibility. <laughs> yeah, they're just like kids. Expensive, too. Yeah, super expensive. Super. Very expensive. <laughs> if only we could claim them on our tax returns. Well, they, they keep me in business, so <laughs> I do. <laughs> All right, you do. Um, my cats have an Instagram, but they don't have a pretty big following, so I, I got to put them to work more on that. <laughs> my cats don't have an Instagram or nothing, but they boss me around stuff. They base, I live with them. If they want food, they start crying, so I have to go. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of my cats likes to go outside, so she just waits by the door. Do any of your guys' cats, um, it's called caterwauling. 
Have you ever heard of that phrase? Is that where they start crying? Yeah, it's like a really low pitch, like howl kind of. And they just kind of walk around and they'll do it for a while. Usually it's because they want something or they're missing something. Like if you leave and you can hear them from afar or if like, you know, another animal just leaves or something like that or, you know, passes or whatever, they'll, they'll caterwaul is the term. Okay. I think I've, I'd heard, I've heard that before, but yeah, one of my cats does that a lot. I think it's when he wants attention because I'm here all the time. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we're also here chatting with Randy. She's the founder of the Bow Wow Bakery and the Professional Pet Care. So thanks for being here with us. Um, we'll get into our interview in a couple of minutes here. But yeah, how long has everybody had their pets for? Because I just got mine, all of them pretty much over the pandemic. <laughs> so I was <laughs> home most of the time. And I actually heard that a lot of people did that, got pets during the pandemic. And then when they started to go back to work, they had to like start giving them up, which I thought was really sad because they're babies. They were stuck at home with you. They could have kept them and just hired companies to take care of them while they went back to work. I don't know why the shelter, I don't know why a lot of people returned them. I mean, they needed to get out of the shelters because the shelters had to close down and stuff, but mm-hmm. you know, it's unfortunate that they didn't get a lot of them went back. Yeah. Cause they're not like a, you know, pets are like a long-term, well, like lifetime, pretty much their lifetime responsibility yeah. for you when you choose to take them in. So, you know, it's really sad. I know it's hard for some people. Some people can't like afford to take care of them anymore. Yeah. You know, there's circumstances like that, but if it's just like, well, I got to go back to work. Bye. That's not fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like they should be like held more accountable because it's like, it's like you're leaving a kid that you like brought yeah. in with you. So it's like, so like a fluffy baby. Yeah, yeah like exactly. And people don't see it that way. I guess they just wanted some company, which is, I think is really messed up. But mm-hmm. Estefania, your cat is so cute. They're in the background. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's, so He's like this shape. His eyes glowing yeah. eyes. And oh, yeah, I got the dog here right next to me. Oh, and so I've believe me i've definitely thought about like you know what maybe you guys are a little too much to handle but they're my babies like just the thought of them being anywhere else without me makes me sad because i know they'd be sad they get sad when i walk out the door to throw out the trash because that separation anxiety is real yeah they need medication just like us sometimes exactly anxiety Yep. One of my cats can't really go to bed. Uh, well, he can go to bed without me, but he'll cry when he wants me to go to bed. Mm-hmm. You know, that cuddle time. I, I have yeah. a dog that only likes going with, with walks with me. My sister's try taking him. He doesn't do it. My mom tries taking him. He doesn't do it. He comes up to me. He's like, take me outside. Take me outside. He starts walking to the door. I have to, I, I have to be like the only one that's able to take him outside. Uh, so, and when I leave, my mom sends me videos of him just waiting by the door till I get back. I never knew he did that until my mom started sending me videos. And he, he can't sleep without me. He has to be inside the room. He has to be laying next to me. Uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a cool dog. I messed with him. He got run over three times. Oh, wow. He's still alive here. He's a fighter. He has nine lives. Okay, everybody, did you know every year 6.5 million dogs, cats, and other former pets are abandoned or lost or 
and enter shelters. But all of these animals, only 3.2 million are adopted in many sea shelters again after less than a year of finding a new home. Deciding to adopt a pet is an enormous responsibility. Yeah, that goes back to what we had mentioned earlier. Um, people have like all their reasons for giving up their cats, but I read something the other day that uh, someone was like, I don't know why people give up their cats if they got a bad cat. If I have a bad cat, then it's my cat and he's bad and that's it. <laughs> you can't do nothing. You yeah, exactly. Like it's your cat. Yeah, they're a really big responsibility. Uh, there's a list. I was reading is the top 10 responsibilities of a pet owner. You got to give them like regular exercise schedule annual checkups which is annoying super annoying just having the car especially yeah. for four cats super annoying but right. you gotta do it because you're the owner you gotta socialize with your pet especially they've got pet insurance now which is super important to get if you've got a young pet it's really hard to get if you have an older pet um but if you have you know you just adopt a kitten or a puppy or something like that or you buy one or whatever however means you get one definitely invest in insurance because that will save you in the long run for how much vet bills are we have some questions for you randy mm -hmm. um, the first question is how did you get your name i find it's a really cool name bow wow meow it just it's just cool it's i really mess with the name so i started my company back in 2012 and i had always wanted to start my own company so i started off as a dog walker working for other companies and i just did a poll on facebook back then i don't think instagram even existed or maybe i don't remember maybe it just started and i did a poll on facebook and I sent a bag of free treats to the best name. And it was actually my first grade teacher, Miss um, Churf, that came up with my company name. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. That's what a cute that? story. Does she leave your, her pets with you sometimes? <laughs> no. Well, she's, I grew up in Wisconsin, so I didn't grow up here. So she's back there. But she has, her daughter lived here in Chicago for a little bit, and I did take care of her pet. Oh. Oh, yeah. I was reading that you work. Well, you volunteered in the Hawes Humane Society in Wisconsin. Hawes. It was called Hawes. Yep. Hawes. Um, yep. I volunteered at Hawes Humane Society in Wisconsin. And then here in Chicago, I volunteered at Paws when they did um, Dogtown in Kitty City. I don't know if they still do it. I haven't been there in you know a while, but um, and then I also um, am doing a event with anti-cruelty coming up um, May 21st at Soldier Field. It's like a run walk um, type thing to raise money and awareness for anti-cruelty for adoption, stuff like that. And I'll be there with my treat truck for Bowel Barkery for all the treats. Oh, that sounds really cool. So after the dog walking, um, you know, you've like expanded your business now. So what other kind of services do you offer? Um, so we do boarding, um, daycare, dog walking, cat boarding, cat sitting, you know, um, we sit overnight at people's houses as well. Um, I'm part of the concierge association as well. So I'm in all the five-star hotels in the city that have concierge um, and they primarily use my company. So if like people are out sightseeing, a lot of the hotels, they allow animals to come in, but they can't leave them unattended in the room if they're barkers or, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. And so um, they'll have us come in and sit there for hours while they go out to dinner and, you know, all that. I do pick up and drop offs. 
Um, I take people to and their dogs to the airport, all kinds of things. And then now I have the treats too. I actually started with that first. That was my first company before um, the pet care. And I bake organic gluten-free dog treats and birthday cakes. And um, I'm also on Uber Eats and DoorDash. So you can have the treats delivered to your door. Just type in Bow Wow Barkery. Or I think they also have like an icon that says pet treats. Okay, That's yeah. amazing. You first started the whole business. Yeah. Dogs. That's amazing. <laughs> Try. <laughs> so what would you say is your favorite part of the job? I mean, on, honestly, it will always be dog walking. I like getting out. I always liked I always kind of felt like a baller, you know, and out in the elements walking 24 seven, you know, when they would have Siberia and it'd be negative 50 wind chill, we're still out there walking dogs, navigating through the city. Like, um, you know, I mean, of course, a lot of people cancel stuff like that, but some can't because, you know, they're disabled or, you know, whatever the case may be. And so I've always liked the dog walking aspect. I like to be active, but that's where my, my real heart is, but I do do a lot of administrative work now and, you know, a lot of business stuff, but I try, I try to get out and walk every day. So somebody. (laughs) Here's another question. Okay. So we know that you have an additional branch to your project called Bow Wow Bakery. What inspired you to bake for pets? So, well, one, it's Bow Wow Barkery. So it's like like bakery, but barkery. So just so people, if they search for it, that's how you'll find it, like on Yelp and the internet and stuff. What inspired me was I, when I first was dog walking, um, a lot, like I was so, like that's all I was doing was walking people's dogs. I didn't own a business, so I wasn't busy with all these other things. So, and I love baking and cooking my, my mom and family, we grew up owning restaurants and stuff like that. And so I like to be in the kitchen. And um, so I would start baking treats for all my clients that I was just walking for, for like Valentine's Day and Christmas and, you know, the holidays and stuff like that. And they loved them. And then they just kept wanting more. And so I was like, oh, I can do this. And then I was like, well, how am I going to do this? So then, and back then, I don't even remember if like DoorDash and Uber Eats existed. I don't think, I don't think it did. And so I just started the food truck. Yeah. yeah a really good way to get around town. Just get delivering your treats. My sister recently bought uh, a treat from my dog from Bow Wow. And it was oh. amazing. So I don't know if you would, if you want to disclose this, but what ingredients do you use? Cause my dog absolutely loved it. He, he ate it so fast, but he, he loved it. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I use all kinds. So it's all gluten-free. So I use like this namaste, like hybrid flour. Um, you know, it's got a bunch of different flowers in it, like brown rice flour, stuff like that. And then, um, that's my base. And then I typically, you know, I do sweet potato, pumpkin, um, cheese, chicken, tuna, salmon, deer hunting season I do um because I'm from Wisconsin my family will shoot some deer and I'll get the venison from them and make venison jerky honey is like the more sugar 
aspect because you can't use like cane sugar, things processed sugar, that's not good for them. So I typically just use honey. Carob is a chocolate substitute because dogs love chocolate and can't have it. Um, my brother owns a brewery in Wisconsin called Hillsboro Brewing Company. Shout out to them. And he, I use the mash from his brewery. So, cause dogs love beer. Um, not that they can't have beer, but I'll use the mash cause you know, they like that flavor. <laughs> so all kinds of things. It depends what I'm in the mood to make or what I have on hand. Um, and what do you think is the most challenging part of your job? Cleaning, <laughs> just constant. Yeah. Um, yeah. When I'm boarding, um, I'm just constantly cleaning up after the dogs. <laughs> so, okay. I mean, that's, I would say that, I mean, it's not difficult, but it's very time consuming. It's, you know, it's very smelly. Yeah. It's just, a, <laughs> it's, just it's just, it's repetitive. Yeah. Um, but no, all my, like, as far as like business is concerned, um, I've had really, really great people in the past, present, and, you know, hopefully the future on my team. I really haven't had very many issues with that. Um, oh, we also do grooming as well. I forgot to mention that, um, but we only do that um, once a week. Uh, you guys might know um, my groomer, Enrique Hernandez. He's part of the community and he's wonderful. He grooms um, for so many other people, but he grooms for me once a week, which is great. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed that. Um, I was going to ask you because you groom cats too, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I've been looking for a cat groomer. Apparently, everybody only wants to groom dogs right now. Yeah, it's actually really hard to find cat groomers Yeah, uh, in the city. There's not very many. To yeah, be I guess they're all on TikTok, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I see them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you were talking about cleaning. Uh, from do you think like it affects like the health of the dog? Maybe, like they just surrounded with a bunch of dirtiness, or, a uh, or no, no. I mean, dogs in general, like they eat, you know, anything off the ground, <laughs> like rocks. So, um, I mean, they kind of got. I mean, it depends on the breed. It depends how you know what you got them, like what their lineages and all that stuff. Um, but most most have like a rock solid stomach, but I use really pet safe, you know, cleaning stuff like nature's miracle and, you know, whatever. And so, um, I try to use plant-based things, cleaning products, things like that. So, I mean, I've noticed my cat really likes going into my room after I finish cleaning, like after I organize everything, he's like, yo, let me come in here. It's really comfy in here. But when <laughs> yeah. it's like messy, he's always outside. He's never inside. Yeah. I mean, pets can also take on, um, the per like their owner's personality as well too you know so like the neuroses of their owner so a pet might be very okay with dirtiness because the owner is you know and some might not because the owner isn't you know more OCD cat or dog I heard, uh, I was reading about cats and uh like the the purring it, I was reading that it heals people like with the vibration of the prayer. I don't know if you know anything about that. So I just wanted to ask. Yeah. Um, I mean, cats go way back to, I mean, you can say like their 
like our protectors, they go back to like Egyptian time, things like that. So they do have a lot of healing properties in terms of, I mean, animals in general. Uh, one thing that people say is that, you know, they're allergic to uh, pet dander and like the hair and stuff like that. But really, um, they're actually allergic to saliva. So like when the pet licks itself, and then that saliva gets on the fur and then, and then the fur sheds and then you're like allergic to it. Um, so when you have like these hypoallergenic pets, like a, like a sphinx or something like that, and it's licking its skin, like we're, they're not as allergic to it because it's not shedding that fur all over your house then. Like it's, you know, maintained onto its body, stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, they have all kinds of different properties in terms of their pros and cons and um, their purpose. My ma always tells me, like, you should take, take care of the cat. The cat can see ghosts. So, <laughs> stuff like that. She's like, on the really, like, paranormal side of things. She's like, that cat protects the house when we're sleeping. She's walking around just making sure no ghosts are in here that's I mean I believe in that like I've seen dogs you know bark at nothingness um and I always think like that's a clear sign that there's a ghost there like they're seeing something that we're not oh like they can um dogs can sniff out cancer they've done studies on that where like you know you put all these people in a room and you know one person has cancer and that dog like immediately like goes to that person and like is obsessed with sniffing it because it can smell it. So I think like, yeah, their senses are way heightened than ours, for sure. Yeah, or what I, we get into, some of us. I definitely believe that. Stephanie or Francesca, do you guys believe in it? Do, what do you guys think? What's your take on it? Yeah, I definitely believe in that. Um, I have one of my mom's dogs does not like one of my aunts for some reason not saying that she has cancer or anything but um she's she's got something because my dog goes like attack mode as soon as he sees her so i don't know what's what's up with that she doesn't come over a lot but i've seen it um, yeah it's interesting yeah. yeah for sure what they react to i know a lot of dogs don't like male men <laughs> my dog loves male men she likes them more than me and i think it's just because she's female <laughs> yeah well, my dog my girlfriend's dog she doesn't like like anybody uh, like she started barking at any guy she sees she's really scared but surprisingly when i went over she's like don't be scared it'll be alarmed she, she might try jumping at you but she, uh, surprisingly she didn't do nothing she's a really big dog she's like a pitbull like a pure pitbull oh wow so i was i was nervous at first but she didn't do nothing my girlfriend's like wow that, yeah that's the, really surprising the best way to be i always find is like is if you can like suppress those nerves as much as possible when you're meeting um an animal like they'll they'll be much calmer you know they react to our energy as well i have a dog right now he's like barking at nothing right now <laughs> Yeah. Do you have any pets of your own? Yeah, I have two cats and a fish. Um, yep, Bonsai, Twitter Pated, and Geppetto are my animals. Is Geppetto the fish? Yeah. <laughs> I love like it. Right. <laughs> Geppetto. 
Um, so before we finalize this interview, do you have any tips for new pet owners? Um, you know, just training if they're, if they're dogs, definitely if they're, um, can get them into some kind of training early on is ideal, you know, good crate training is always a good thing. If, you know, if they intend on traveling, things like that, because it's hard when they're not crate trained, (laughs) um, you know, and just love them, feed them well, water them, <laughs> like the essentials. How is so that? Really, they're really like plants. Yeah. Yeah. Feed, water, love them, train them. <laughs> Teach them. <laughs> For sure. So um, is there any place we can learn more about Bow Wow? Yeah, um, you can check us out on Instagram. Our handle is Bow Wow Meow C-H-I, like Chicago. Um, so Bow Wow Meow C-H-I. And then um, Facebook, just type in Bow Wow Meow Professional Pet Care. <laughs> it's kind of long. And then um, uh, my website is bowwowmeow.pet, P-E-T. So bowwowmeow.pet. And then, yeah, you can find me on there. You can find me on Yelp. You can Google me. I'm on all of the, all of it. Yeah, with over like 300 reviews on Yelp, which is really impressive. Thanks. That was, that was our guest, Randy. Thank you for being with us. She, you know where to find her. She's a dog walker, cat socializer. Uh, she came from Wisconsin, from a farm. Mm-hmm. And she's all the way to Chicago. Build a business. Amazing woman right here. Thank you. Thank you for talking with us. Yeah, we appreciate thanks. it. We appreciate Thank it. you guys so much. We'll be in touch. Thank you, Randy Verbsky from Bow Wow Meow, professional pet care and Bow Wow Barkery founder. Let's take a short break and we'll be right back. Remember, you are listening to What's Up, Littlest Pet Show at WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio. And we're back here on Lumpen Radio, Littlest Pet Show, uh, 105.5 FM. And right now we have an audio piece for you. Have anybody ever wondered what your pets really think of you? Because I assume they love me, but do they really? I decided to go undercover and ask my three cats and dog what they think of me to try and get some answers. So here are my findings. Hello, I'm here with Daisy Kitty, Bonsa Kitty, Marcelo Kitty, and Baby Dog. Here to find out if they really like their human, who is not me at all, by the way. Uh, I, I don't even like cats I'm, or dogs. I'm allergic. I'm just here for research purposes only. I've never seen these cats a day in my life. Or the dog. But anyway, let's get started. First question, do you like being a cat? Pretty mid. Okay, okay, that's funny seeing as all you seem to do all day is sleep and eat and poop and sleep some more. Not that I know anything about your life or how cats live, considering I know nothing about cats. I'm simply here for research purposes. That was a good warm-up question, but let's get to the juicy bits. 
how do you feel about your human or your mom, as some might call her? Uh, oh, okay. Sounds like she could give you a few more treats. You, you would like them like every hour on the hour instead of every now and then as treats should be. And you think she could not tell you about her problems every day? Okay. But overall, it seems like you, you like her. That's good to hear. Okay, so maybe we'll have better luck with the dog. Uh, baby, how do you feel about your human? Baby says she loves spending time with her human and wishes she didn't have to work so they could spend more time taking naps and doing everything together. How sweet, baby. I'm sure your human thinks the same. Um, I mean, I think they think the same. Yeah, I, I don't know, you know, because I'm not your human. Uh... <laughs> I'm just here conducting an interview. Um, moving on. Bonta, well, who's your favorite human then? Grandma? Really? Your grandma is your favorite human? You know, she only gives you treats every time she comes over because she doesn't come over that often. Yeah, yeah, bet you didn't know that. But, you know, I, I don't care because this has nothing to do with me. I'm just here interviewing. This has no effect on my feelings whatsoever. You love your mom? She loves you too. I know that because because she she told me. Yep, she told me herself. That's how I know that. No other reason. And uh on on that note, I th I think we've we've gotten enough information for today. So thank you, kitties. Thank you, puppy. Great insight. I've got to go buy some treats now. Secret Welcome back. You're listening to What's Up, Little's Pet Show. It's all about our lovely furry friends on WLPN LP Chicago 105 Lumpen Radio. Yo, give me the microphone. Uh, this is, uh, I'm going to introduce an audio piece. I was recording it when I was at work. And it's not how I am. I, I love cats. I love them. I love them so much. So, uh, uh my name is Dale with the L, And I made this audio piece, but I, I, was, I was kidding. I didn't mean anything. Uh, uh, yeah, we're going to have some technical difficulties, but that's the audio piece. 
and we can start the audio piece. Not this guy, yeah, no. Let me take some cats out of here, man. What? I'm bringing some new cats, and the old cats gotta go. I don't want to do it, man. You do it. I, I yeah, gotta yeah, do I it. You don't want to do it, but you gotta do it. Don't complain to me. Come to the boss. Just get the job over with. Screw you and the boss, man. <laughs> Screw you. Ah, oh, now I gotta go. Oh, I hate these cats. Dogs are so much better. Like, I hate these cats so much, man. I'm out to you, the little bee house. <laughs> I hate these cats. I just want to go home. No, which key is it? It's not this one. Nope. Um. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's this one. I got it. Yeah, yeah. I know, guys. I don't want to be in here anyway. I would... Stop. Okay, I'm only here for one of you guys. If you guys keep acting up, I'm taking all of y'all. Okay, where you at? Uh, there you are. Come here. Stop struggling. Come here. Come here. Stop. Uh, I hate this job. Let's go. Let's go. I don't want to be in here, but let's go. <laughs> hey, cat. How stupid you feel? <laughs> you got cat just to get taken out of here. <laughs> I bet you feel stupid, huh, cat? <laughs> I would feel stupid, too. <laughs> Nah, what am I doing in my life? Arguing with a cat. Doesn't even understand what I'm saying. Nah, just, just get out of here, cat. <laughs> just go, be free. I don't want to see you ever again. Okay, Diego, what inspired your audio piece? Oh, uh, so I went to the pound one day and I saw a bunch of cats because I was going to adopt the cat. And it got me really sad thinking about cats in the pound. And I felt bad for them, so I wanted to make an audio piece of a person who doesn't really like their job and they're just doing it to do it. And they don't like cats either. So that's what inspired my audio piece. Your audio piece was great too. It was really good. Stephanie's was amazing too. It was really funny. I really messed with it. Yeah. Like the whole concept of interviewing my pet. I wish I could speak to my dog. Yeah, it's kind of hard to get them to talk. Yeah. All the audio pieces are really good. Thank you. Yeah. It was uh, kind of hard going undercover because they know what I smell like. <laughs> but we got it done. Well, at least you know Grandma's their favorite. I like my grandma too. She's pretty cool. Yeah, I think we all like grandma and when she feeds us. <laughs> grandma food is the best. It really is the best. <laughs> Grandmas uh, are amazing. <laughs> and Francesca, you had some information on Paz Chicago. Uh, yeah. So um Sorry. Chicago Paws is a business that's owned by Paula and Alexis Fasiz. And Chicago Paws is a no-kill animal shelter. And 
they're a business that like takes care of animals, preventing them from being killed by the society, like how society takes care of them. And they, their mission and values is to build no kill communities because it's hurtful seeing and hearing animals being killed every day. And um, it's horrible how the society takes care of our, our like animal, like the, it's horrible how our society takes care of our animals because we can't, we can't like, so most pounds, they like put down their animals and well, actually that's some, but this pound, this, um, this, um, this shelter, it doesn't, it doesn't kill. Like they, they, they don't like it. They don't, they, they make the animals feel like home and not killing them because it's hurtful. So, um, even if people don't adopt the animals, they'll still take care of them and they make them feel like home. And this in Paws, Chicago was opened in 1997 and there's one in Lincoln Park. And uh, I read from the website or I, I watched the video and I heard Oprah Winfrey uh, visited once and got pets, I think, and they talked Oprah. about no kill animals, like not killing animals. Yeah, so, they also on 26th Street, Stephanie was talking about it. I don't know if you want to say information. They provide like really yeah. cheap services. Yeah, they also have a pause has a shelter in Little Village on 26th Street. Um, it's like a low, uh, low cost uh, spay and neuter clinic. So for like low income families, uh, they can take their cats or dogs there to get neutered um, and not have to pay an arm and a leg. Maybe just like part of your toe. No, <laughs> no pause is really cool. I've taken all of my pets have been to pause um, and they take really good care of them there. Um, and they're very attentive um, with like aftercare and stuff. They're like available. Um, if you have any questions, like after you take your pet home from surgery, uh, mines were all pretty good when they came back. They healed up really nicely and they're still here. And yeah, I don't, I don't know if you knew, but boy cats, before they get neutered, they get really big, fat, chubby cheeks. Um, so after they get neutered, their cheeks like deflate. So my oh. guys have little my, skinny cheeks now. My cat's still fat. After they got neutered. <laughs> Guess it didn't affect them any type of way. I really, but I, I really mess with what Paws does because one time my kid, my dog escaped and they took him to the pound and we were looking for him. He was in the pound for like three days and I was nervous they were going to put him down because he's mm -hmm. kind of aggressive. He's an aggressive little dog. Oh. But I'm glad they didn't put him down. So I really mess with Paws because they don't put down the pets like Francesca was saying. Yeah, definitely love no-kill shelters. They yeah. make the world go round. Yeah, after, after that, my dog never escaped. My he cat agrees. Yeah. So Francesca, what's your take on it? What do you think I, about the milk? I've never been to pause, but like it seems really, it seems really nice from what I've heard from you two. And I like that it's a no-kill shelter because all animals deserve to live and experience the world, live a life. You know, it just in pause, it just makes it seem like it's they just make it seem 
happiness and caring for animals. We love it. Yeah, well, we're going to move on to the Instagram questions. I want to say the first word, and you, Francesca, Stephanie, you guys could tell me which, what's your take on it. So, how do you guys okay. know when your dogs are fighting or when they're playing around? So, um, when my dog plays with uh, my dad's dogs in the back, um, I notice that they kind of they smile at each other a little bit, um, and they. Uh, you know, I guess you want to watch out for growling because there's like the playful growling and then there's like the growling like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to mess you up if you keep messing with me. Um, but I've noticed they kind of like pretend to bite at each other, not actually bite at each other. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. Francesca, what do you think? I feel like I. I'm not sure what to say about that. I feel like if they're fighting, then it's probably going to last longer than them playing. I'm not sure. Well, at least I know my dogs aren't playing from what Stephanie said. I guess oh. they've been fighting. Because <laughs> they just don't like each other. Well, hopefully not. As I think maybe as long as no one's getting hurt and, and they're having fun. I don't know <laughs> so if they're having fun, but... What about dogs who shed a lot? What do you guys do? Uh, it's good to have a good good shampoo or even just get them groomed regularly if you can afford to do that. Um, if not, then like a good like de-shedding shampoo is good to use. Um, it's also good to brush them often to get all those like loose hairs out. Um, that's my advice for dog shedding. What about cats? Cats shed a lot. They shed so much. Oh, and yeah. I have like a little brush. Just brush them. Mm-hmm. Like, and a little shampoo. But I don't know if what you do is different. For Francesca, have you ever had anything for TJ? Um, We tried a lot of shampoos and conditioners. Most of them were like, it's kind of hard finding a good one because some of them are like horrible. The ones that I found, I never knew that. I just had experience to use it. Mm-hmm. it's it, you have it's kind of hard to find the right one yeah especially with long-haired cats you really just got to get a good brush because they do need to be brushed often um my cat daisy has really long hair so if i don't brush her um when i'm supposed to she does get like matted up and then i have to cut out pieces of her hair um haven't had to do that lately because i've been keeping up with her brushing and they love it I see your dogs playing with your cats right here. Oh yeah, they're they're being crazy. Do you do your cats play along or do they just just um okay? No, yeah. So the cat behind me, he doesn't really like playing with her, but the other cat is I don't know where he is now, but he likes playing. But look at how she's sitting like a human. (laughs) They're just big babies. So if you want to get a dog, if you're deciding between a dog and a baby uh really depends what's going to work for you but the baby you can claim on your taxes uh the dog you can't but i think i like the dog more so we have a question that says my dog keeps me from waking my dog wake, keeps waking me up for, with his howling in the morning how do i make him stop or make it stop um. uh, I guess you got to get up. 
get up and give him his attention. He probably wants to go outside or is hungry or something. You have no choice. You got to get up. Yeah. He said, wake up. There you go. You got a built in alarm clock. It's not your house. It's the dog's house. It's mm-hmm. not your house anymore. <laughs> and do we have one more question? Yeah. It's gerbils are surpassing their life expectancy. What do I do now? Love your gerbil for as long as they live. Yeah, it's um, a waiting game now, I guess. But it's just... Yeah. Enjoy them while you have them because them. those little animals, they don't last very long. I think like hamsters, some hamsters is only like two years is their life expectancy. Um, so if you got your gerbil for more than that, then just cherish them and love you them. Should, you should buy a lot of tunnels around your house and put them all over your house so they could just run all over the place. Mm-hmm, that would be mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah. Train them to look for cheese. Is that all of our questions? Do we have another oh, we one? Know. We got a question. What's oh. your favorite type of dog breed? Ooh, you first, Diego. What do you think? I don't know. I don't know really. Like if I had, oh, my dream pet. I want to answer a dream pet question. Okay. What's your and dream that's pet? a bear. Because Wait, they're, like, they're like cats. They could go up trees and they could run really fast. Reminds me, and they got really long nails. So I'd probably get a bear, but I'd be super scared. But what's your guys' dream pets? Uh, mine is a capybara. Um, and they're like a like a big rodent. They look like they're literally like giant guinea pigs. If you've anybody has seen Encanto, there's there's a little capybara in Encanto. Um, and they just look really cute. They're just big guinea pigs. Yeah, you should you showed me a photo, it reminded me like of a square, like a cereal <laughs> box. They're cute. What about you, Francesca? What's your dream pet? I am still trying to figure that figure that out because there are a lot of pets in this world, and like sometimes you just feel like you want more than 10, but it's also gonna be hard to take care. Oh yeah, you need a big house and a lot of money. I've seen videos where bears just go inside people's houses. I mean, inside people's cars, and they're just like ravaging through their things. Yeah, bears have really good sense of smell. So if they smell like a ketchup packet in your car, they're gonna go looking for it and find it. Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I think geckos are really interesting. Yeah, I like how they wink or when they close their eyes. That looks really cool. Geckos but- are cute. And uh, it was a Geico who, who came on the movie Tango, Tango with the Rango. Um, who was Geico? Who was it? It was like. Rango, the movie? Yeah, tang- yeah Rango. Yeah, it was about that a, was a, Geico? a gecko. Yeah. Gecko, yeah. I, I don't know how to say it, but <laughs> I really messed with that movie. That was a cool movie. Um, but yeah, guys, our pet show. <laughs> littlest pet show our littlest pet show that was so much fun um yeah today's show was great we shared our experiences about our furry babies even heard from some of them because they're all here uh we've learned some care tips learned about our commitments as pet owners and how to have joyful moments with our pets um 
we talked about, uh, you know, the cats in the shelters um, and the baking goods from Bow Wow Barkery. Uh, we spoke with Randy Verbsky from Bow Wow Meow. Uh, she had a lot of great information for us. That was awesome. Check out Bow Wow Meow. Um, yeah. What's up? Season 19, episode two. This was Littlest Pet Show. Uh, I'm Estefania. Here with Francesca and Diego. Want yeah, to give a shout out to my dogs. I want to shout out my dog, my cats for for being in my audio piece. And DMX. And, and DMX. And so yeah, we'll guys. see you guys next time. Thank you for yeah. listening. Oh, shout out to August and Steph in the station. Yeah, shout out to them. And that's the conclusion of our program. Brought to you by the fine folks at... Oh, not you again. No. Hey, yo, who let her back in? <laughs> and that's a wrap. We hope you enjoyed whatever it is you just heard. Heartwarming interviews, tear-jerking stories, magnificent music, and the sound of our voices. Because God knows that this is the best content on the airwaves. Don't forget to follow YOLO on all their social medias at YOLO Kali. And you can find all our audio content on SoundCloud, MixCloud, and Apple Podcasts. We bougie like that. Well, that's it. Bye. See you next Saturday from 12 to 2 p.m. for another episode of What's Up? What's Up? What's up?